Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Factory Theatre. Are we excited? Yeah. Are we excited? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. The Dukes of Dick Hedery, the Sheiks of Shaker Fries, His Majesties of Haymates. Give it up for the Little Dum Dum Club, Tommy Daslow and Carl Chandler. Yay! Hey, mate. Yay. Welcome down to the Little Dum Dum Club live. You can probably turn that music off. Uh, my name is Tommy Daslow. Thank Ooh. you very much for joining us. Standing next to me, the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickheads. Yeah, Yay. he said it, he said it. If you just notice, while I, it's a good start to the show, nice omen as I walked out, I was nearly uh, had my head wrapped around a noose. So uh, <laughs> it's a good sign of yeah, how the show shall like go. Yeah, there's like this weird hanging back. Oh, there we go. So no one can see the fire hydrant. Yeah. That would blow the whole show if oh, people really? knew that they were safe in here. Oh, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, uh, on point, my girlfriend's ringing me as the show's starting. <laughs> she wouldn't have thought, let's have a talk to her straight away. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hello? Hello? Yeah, how, what's happening? <laughs> and now's the bit I, I... You're in the middle of a podcast, so... <laughs> Hi. <laughs> this, I think this is the first show where, where we get pranked instead of we're pranking other people. <laughs> Anyway, hey honey, I've got business to do. I'll talk to you later. Uh, okay. Hi, Diane. Oh, are you genuinely disappointed? You don't want to. You, you want to be on more of the show than this? No. I'll leave now. <laughs> okay, see ya, Pippa. Bye. <laughs> Go on, Diane, everyone. Sorry. Who's. <laughs> who, when they left the house today, who thought they'd be spending their Saturday night listening to a bloke talk to his girlfriend <laughs> live on stage and paying seventeen fifty for the privilege? Yeah. What a oh, joke. Good. What a disaster. Well, at least everyone knows what we call each other at home now, so that's a win. Um, and now I'll just go and use that noose, if that's cool. Uh, um, you could have, you should have proposed just then. That would have oh, been the moment to do it. That would have been that you're never going to get a better moment to do it. <laughs> live on stage in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> that would be fucking so something, wasn't that? Oh, that doesn't say much for my life if that, this is the perfect opportunity <laughs> to do it. You are never going to get a better moment yeah. over the phone in front of a group of strangers yeah. in a city you're not from. And also, massive odds tonight that it wouldn't be recorded. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, we got here this afternoon and there was no, there was nothing for us to record the show on. So I think, uh, I think we're recording this show straight onto Laserdisc up the back yeah, there. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be good. You're um, here for a special unrecorded show, unintentionally, <laughs> but it, it, is a, it is a one-off. It's a unique show tonight, maybe. So yeah. Soak yeah. this in. Uh, if anyone wants to do a transcript and uh, <laughs> tweet it for everyone to, to read later in the day, that would be awesome. That yes. would help our friends out. Yeah, is anyone at uni studying to be like a court, what do they call them, like a stenographer? A stenographer. Yeah. <laughs> this could be your thesis. <laughs> G'day, dickhead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then he rang his girlfriend. Wow, it was great. <laughs> Stenographers don't comment on what's happening. Oh, oh right. They oh, just yeah. <laughs> As director's stenographer's <laughs> commentary. <laughs> if that's they're words. They're definitely words. Steno yeah. Stenography. Yeah, good. Great. Good. We're um, on form. So what cool. else? Um, so what we got here. We got uh, th this was like uh, you know we'd sold we'd sold a nice amount of tickets. We we're feeling good about the show, and then we were here setting up, and uh, they started putting more chairs down. 
And we were like, man, we've sold out the room. They need to add more seats because there's so many people here. And we're like, have we, have we sold out? Do you need to put more seats in? They're like, nah, it's just because the show after you needs them and we can't be fucked doing it later. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, there's two empty up the front. Like, I think they were actually keen to just bring the chairs in during the show. That's about, <laughs> that's about how highly we rate, I think. So. Um, um, so, like, round of applause. Who here has heard the show before? Yeah? And of, of those people, uh, who here has been to see one of our solo shows at the Sydney Comedy Festival? Oh. Now, no, no, oh, yeah, oh, no. What, what, okay, cool, that's very good. But a lot of the rest of you, big drop off there. Um, you know. Look, I don't want to call you all assholes, but. <laughs> it, is, it is a slightly different room we're in tonight, which is great. You know, there's heaps of people in this big room where th- th- our solo shows are in a. What? A shipping a, container. A, a disabled toilet? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and we're not filling it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, like, I had a guy come to my show last night. He's like, oh, mate, great show. Love the podcast. Huge fan of the podcast. I was like, oh, have you seen Carl? Are you going to see Carl? Nah. Oh, are you coming to the podcast tomorrow? Nah. <laughs> Fuck, you do things weird in this city. Like, yeah. like I get it. You want to come see the thing that you know instead of coming and spending more money on our shows. But Jesus Christ. No, there, like, was, a, there was a guy last night because I did the comedy store after my show and a guy came up and went, oh, you know, loved it. I'm a massive fan. Never miss it. It's so good. Please keep doing it. It's so great. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> Have you seen mine or Tommy's solo show? And he was like, no. I, I couldn't do it. I had something on last night the night before. I'm like, okay, are you coming to the live podcast tomorrow? No, no, no. I'm busy. I've got a wedding. I've got something on that night, whatever. I've got, oh, sorry. I just can't do it all week. I'm like, you're here now. <laughs> Your excuse for not seeing our show is seeing other comedy. That's not technically an excuse. Yeah, we're doing pretty well. But um, we're in that room, um, and I've been having a really weird run of my solo shows. I just have people s- constantly screaming stuff at me, um, <laughs> which has been fun, but sort of weird. Uh, th- and the other day... You do encourage it, though. Like, you I do, do encourage it. I do. And the other day, uh, my numbers were a bit short, so I went... On Anzac Day, I went to the park, and it's just down the street, and flied in the park. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and I caught people that had been drinking for maybe 24 hours. So, and then they, came, they all came to my show. <laughs> and they were just on another planet. They were just screaming, and the whole show... I think I got rid of a third of the show through. And the rest of it was just dealing with people who English was no longer their first language. <laughs> so, it was all that. But then at one stage, someone actually got kicked out for being... Like, they were all out of their mind and then someone got kicked out which I didn't even realise I didn't kick them out they got kicked out and they were they're standing outside waiting for their friends to come in and the comedian that was doing a show after me was getting ready and he he, he was getting ready out the front and ready to come in and then he starts talking to this girl that can hardly talk five minutes later they're making out yes so she was too drunk for my <laughs> show but just sober enough to get on with the guy that's coming in after me Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Especially knowing who that person is as well. That's really great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that is. Because, like, I saw those girls and they turned up a bit late to your show. And they were getting photos out the front of your room, just of, like, the side of the shipping container. Yeah. And it just reeked of a thing where they w- had obviously been drinking all day. I reckon they wouldn't have remembered they went to your show until about four in the afternoon. They would have sh- been looking through the camera and going, what the fuck's this? Yeah, exactly. This? Oh, we went to that comedy gig. Exactly. No, we didn't. Yeah, yeah we did. Here's the photos. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I was talking about it all the way through. They, they had no idea. They were That's like... so good. They, they were... They didn't know they were at a comedy show. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was quite bizarre. And then one of them... I, I, it was just so weird that one got kicked out. Like, how you... 
look through a whole crowd of people just screaming, peanuts, fucking Monopoly. <laughs> just, and someone went, that's too far. No, no slander of the Parker Brothers. You should get out of here. So, anyway. I had a unique thing happen the other day. I was walking around and uh, I didn't have my... I, I wear a watch like almost every day and I'd forgotten to wear my watch and my phone was out of battery. So I didn't know the time. So I had to go and ask a stranger in the street what time it was. Right. Which, like, like, I've never had to do that before. So I go up to this woman and I go, uh, hey, I don't know my watch, what's the time? And she looks at her watch and goes, 9-11. <laughs> and I went, oh. And she goes, well, you did ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did be a, a very a solid favour. Uh, I've mentioned this a few times. I, I don't know why I do this. I'm losing my mind, but I'm le I leave everything of mine everywhere. I left. There's a crucial part of my show, if anyone, for the three people here out of 200 that didn't that have seen my show. I've got let's, like a... Let's quickly say this because you... We've talked about this on the show about a month ago, that you're very bad, you leave things everywhere, yep. you, you, you fuck up constantly. Yep. Since a month ago when we did that, you've done at least ten more. Like, it's getting beyond a joke. Yeah, I don't know where I am yeah. right now. So... <laughs> uh, no, so... Uh, you grabbed the stuff for me because I left my... S well, here's the ridiculous thing. This is the most ridiculous place I've left an item of mine. <laughs> I forgot something that I'd put in the x-ray machine at the airport. <laughs> just just went through the airport, through the x-ray and went, job done. Um, I don't have any metal on me. Let's get to McDonald's. Uh, and just left my stuff in the x-ray machine. So what happens when but you what ring... But like, you should explain what stuff it is, what's actually... They're posters from your show. Yeah, they're posters from my show. Uh, and what happened was I then walked through, got all the way to Brisbane... I mean, to Sydney. Where am I? Sydney. <laughs> right. Jesus Christ. This might be the last show I ever do. Um, <laughs> I got here and then realised and went, oh, no. So I ring Lost and Found at the airport. Apparently, Lost and Found at the Melbourne airport is just some room in a basement three levels down that has the lock on the door that no one can get into and the phone just rings off the hook and that's <laughs> it. Because no one answers, no one sends a message back. So I got a friend that works at the airport to go down, find the stuff. He grabbed it straight away. I got Tommy to pick it up when he was flying up. So all good, whatever. But the, my, what they are, they're all fake posters for me. That's, they're, po they're either posters for me or fake posters for me. So my name, my name is over every, every part of every poster, right? So that's... It's, and my picture is on everyone. So then when my friend went to pick it up, they went, oh, here you go, it's a parcel for Charles Candler. <laughs> like, how can you fuck that up? My name is on every piece, every article in this bag. How do you, how can you fuck that up? Oh, I wish you were called Charles Candler. <laughs> Classic Candler. Kando. Chucky Candler. Chucky K. <laughs> Chuck K. <laughs> That is so good. Oh. Should we That's get our first weird. guest out? What do yeah, you let's bring him out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this guy has been on the show a bunch of times before. You'll know him from uh, Gruen Planet. You'll know him from the Fofop podcast. He's the Australian king of podcasts. Please welcome back in the Little Dum Dum Club, Will Anderson! Yay! Yay! Hello. And for the listeners at home, Will has double parked himself for this <laughs> podcast appearance. Well, I'm fucking first on, and there'll be times where other people have to talk so I can drink. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was impressed. I came to see your sol solo show this year, and it was at five. It was five o'clock on the Sunday. Yes. And you come out with three beers. I'm like, that's not bad for five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I complained one time during the festival. This is a true story because they get me that, like, uh, you know, here's the thing. Like, there's not. I'm not very demanding. I'm not like a like a blue M&M sort of guy or anything like that. <laughs> but there's a certain kind of beer that I really like. 
like, which is called Monte Summer Ale. It's a New Zealand beer that they don't make very much, and I'm not endorsed by them, but I, I, I would like to be if they're listening. <laughs> uh, we bought, we found all the Monte Summer Ale they have in Melbourne for the festival so that I could drink it on stage. And, my, you know, they found it for me so that I could drink it, which is great. But it also is going to throw out the fucking purchasing patterns of every fucking bottle shop around the CBD. Because <laughs> there's suddenly going to be like, oh my God, people fucking love this beer. We are, we are selling so much of this beer for this month. We fucking have to get more of it. Just bring it in. And then they're just going to be sitting around with that and orange Kit Kats going, I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> but that's actually genius because that works for you because then they'll have so much that they'll put it on special. Right. And then you can swoop in and get it yeah. again for cheaper. I, um, You're it, changing the beer economy. <laughs> I hope that I am. I, I, I hope it's not I'm patriotic that it's New Zealand beer, but they fucking legalise gay marriage. So you know what? It's a fucking political protest. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. It's a beautiful beer. And um, There was a lot of political people in my show the other night. They were uh, <laughs> political off their guts. The, par- was, the uh, park party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, one night, uh, what they did was um, in the theatre, I was playing that they would refill my beer fridge every night, right? Um, and so, you know, th- that was what they would do. But one day they did, did not do that. They did not refill my beer fridge. Now, the beer was just underneath the fridge. And I got in at, okay, so it was a 5.15 show and on a Sunday. And this was a Sunday as well, but I don't think it was the Sunday you came. And um, I got in at like 5.13, which gives you an indication of how rigorous my preparation for my <laughs> show is. <laughs> Essentially, I just have to not talk until I have to talk. So I get there as late as possible, and um, I've got in, and there was no beer in the fridge, and I had to drink warm beer during the show. And I was complaining to my mum, who was coming to see the show that week. She was going, how's the show been going? I said, it's been going great, but on Sunday, like, the beer was warm, and I had to drink warm beer. <laughs> and my mum honestly said to me, we work on a fucking dairy farm. There's been a drought for 300 years, <laughs> and you're complaining that you have to drink warm beer while you're at work. <laughs> like, most people don't get to drink beer at work and you're like, this beer is warm oh well I'll still drink beer while I'm working it'll be fine <laughs> so yes three uh, three on a Sunday that was uh, that was yes it was an early show <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, Lawrence Mooney and I um, recorded a, a faux fop podcast together and we decided we'd do a, like a really um, a beautiful thing this is what we decided we would do was we'd go to dinner which during the comedy festival is such a rare occasion you don't actually go and have a nice dinner so it was a Saturday night and my theatre was near this beautiful restaurant uh, called the European in Melbourne so we thought we'll have a six o'clock dinner uh, and then we'll like have dinner together it'll be really civilised we'll have a good chat we'll have a catch up away from the festival uh, then we'll go back we'll record a podcast right so we had a, two bottles of wine at dinner <laughs> and then we grabbed another bottle of wine and recorded a podcast which you, <laughs> which you can hear on the internet and if you've heard it that will explain why there's so much rimming talk <laughs> oh my god you say the podcast is just Lawrence Mooney on Twitter just attacking anyone who mentions him oh my god it's like seriously we talk about rimming so much like in a way that rimming has never been talked about you know what has gone up in Melbourne in that month Monte's summer ale sales and interest in rimming <laughs> but so anyway three bottles of wine in I'm like fuck that was a pretty good podcast brilliant like you have nothing else to do tonight oh shit my show so I <laughs> <laughs> so if you were at my show on that Saturday night, I was three bottles of wine in, but it was a good show. And not just I think that, other people told me. So, <laughs> so. We you may not have done your show that night, but there was a good show. Yeah. Right, yeah. Oh man, it's a concern that you, two people had three bottles of wine each and uh, they recorded a podcast. I reckon we're a massive chance. We've got no excuse tonight. This will not turn up. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is, if this one doesn't record tonight, that means I think I've been on your podcast four times as a guest. Mm-hmm. One time as an intruder, but four times as a guest. <laughs> And uh, that will mean that half of them won't have been yeah. recorded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two for four, yeah. It's yeah. good oh, odds. Uh, 
Yeah, I think you can put money on sports bet at the moment. Can we get that going? And whether this recording is going to turn up? We mentioned odds. Tom Waterhouse will be here in ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's something interesting. The Sydney Comedy Festival uh, has uh, uh, drivers like they drive you to the gig, which is very nice of them to do. Oh yeah. And uh, our driver uh, today, a girl called Amy, uh, went to your high school. She was a, a number of years below you, but she was saying there was a thing where you had written some article where you kind of like bagged out a drama teacher or something <laughs> while she was still at school <laughs> and then <laughs> and then they got called in more beer for Mr Anderson <laughs> please <laughs> they got called in for an assembly yeah. after that article went out and were told you know this has just gone out in the paper today so don't do this like what leave school and get famous and then write an article where you bag out teachers here <laughs> yeah we'll keep that in mind uh, we'll try and remember that it went even further than that um <laughs> Because it's all based on an absolutely true story. I won't mention the names for legal reasons now, but... <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> and it is legal reasons now. Of all the people I've made fun of, only two of them have ever tried to sue me. One was a teacher from my high school and one was a guy I went to high school with. So, <laughs> literally, the only two people who have ever threatened to sue me. And um, was it it wasn't, like They weren't during high school. There wasn't subpoenas out on you in year eight. <laughs> no, I told a story on Triple J. Again, I won't mention the name because he got angry about this last time. But it was about a guy. <laughs> uh, in Victoria, your high school entry score used to be uh, 100% of your first four subjects that you yep. were best in yep. and then it was 10% of any subsequent subject and that added up to the score you would get to get into university yep. and this particular person thought he had done heaps better than he anyone thought he was going to do in fact he was a fucking genius and he nearly topped the state unfortunately he did up uh, he'd added up 100% of all six subjects he'd done yeah. <laughs> and I told that story on the radio and he felt like that made him look bad in the eyes of the community <laughs> 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 but the other one with the teacher was worse um uh, because uh, I won't mention her name, but let's just call her Mrs. Brown, and she was my drama teacher. And in high school, this is an absolutely true story. There's no reason for me to make this up. I'll, you know, do you mean like it's something that stayed with me for life? Yeah. I remember this as, as, as it happened. Uh, I'd written a school play. Um, well, it was a house play. We had like a house play tournament, you know, like where you would. And so basically, play tournament. Right, right. <laughs> so we would have sports tournaments and football tournaments yeah. and like music tournaments, and we had a, like a play tournament. Right? So right. you're a captain of Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, literally. And so w what I noticed was, because there's only four houses and basically to find a play that goes for 30 minutes, like you only find like these one-act plays that only like four or five people could be in, right? Now, there was heaps more people than that that wanted to be in the drama production. And I'm nothing if not egalitarian. So I just said, you know what? We'll audition everyone and everyone who wants to be in it will get to be in it. I'll just work out how good they are and then I'll write something that has a part for everybody who's in, in the play. So if you're really strong, I'll write you a big part, but if you're not, if you're just like a one person who wants to st you know, just want to be in it, then I'll write you something else, but everyone gets to be in it. That was my, if you wanted to be in it, I'd write this thing. And when I say write, I mean mostly steal. And I, uh, <laughs> I was 15. <laughs> what else was I fucking doing, right? So um, mostly make really fame, funny young ones routines about our teachers. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And so basically, it was mostly very, like, you know, high school satire, me making fun of the teachers and that sort of thing. Um, so I submitted it, because uh, it had to be approved by the teachers, and the, my drama teacher, the one from this story, said uh, these words to me. She goes, you're always trying to be funny. You're not funny, and you're never going to be funny, right? So I just thought that um, that would be a funny story to tell when I was making my living from being funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I did an article about it, which is the one you're talking about, but then I made the big mistake because I went on Rove and I told uh, the story about how when we were doing the glass house, we were trying to come up with a name for the glass house, 
and I wanted to call it Stick It Up Your Ass Mrs. Brown. Right? I feel you? like he actually knows the fucking real name. <laughs> Are you yeah. Mrs. Brown? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, because I just wanted her to open the paper every week and see Stick It Up Your Ass Mrs. Brown and see that she was wrong. So I told that story and then she tried to sue me. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, um, should, we, story. should we get? We're halfway through, and we should get some Are more we? guests out. Oh, we're not halfway. Okay, yeah. Uh, Will Addison, everyone. Yeah. Gonna move down one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this next guy has been on the show a bunch of times as well. You know him from Triple J Breakfast. Please welcome into the little Dum Dum Club, Tom Ballard. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, everyone. Good day. Uh, I've been living with you for the last couple of days and we've sort of really used up all our A-game, haven't we? <laughs> 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 Had some great funny chats. You guys should have been there. It was oh, awesome. It was classic. Can I get the front row to... I realise usually we get photos taken of us. Can I get the front row to take photos of us tonight? Is that all right? <laughs> Do not go through the text messages. Oh, yes, please. If you get a photo of Tom and I, it's like a Triple J booper ad. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, and if you get one of me and Tommy, it's the same thing for, for podcast, but he's the after and I'm the before. <laughs> oh, I didn't get oh. as big a laugh. Oh. <laughs> 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 Up yours, Please. Mrs. Brown. Yeah, fucking suck on that. Please do some prankery on his phone, for the love of no, God. Please. <laughs> but no, yeah. No. <laughs> He'll be signed into his Twitter and his Facebook and his email. Just really cause oh. some havoc on there. Right. Um, You're yeah. going to have lots of photos of just people in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <This is just laughs> I love that this podcast may not be being recorded, but the entire audience's faces have been. <laughs> I also like Carl's confidence in my material. I walk out and fuck, give the audience a camera or something. Yeah. Distract them. We can't talk to this guy. Jesus. He had so Let's all give out our phones. It can be like that Beastie Boys documentary where like, everyone records yeah. a different segment on I'm, it. You know, I'm really keen to get that phone back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Right, thank you, thank you. Um, what did Deanne call you? What is Deanne's name for you? What is who? What is what is your girlfriend's? Not Deanne. Sorry, Deanna. De Deanna. Diane. Diane. What's Diane's nickname? Sorry. Everyone. We're, we're oh, mates. Wow. We're mates, and I don't know who those people are, but they know her name. Yeah. That was like the first podcast that's been heckled by Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Sorry, well, I don't listen. It's not my company. Carl's girlfriend's on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get that? Um. Catchphrases. Oh. They're good. Things that we've said before are great. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, what, what, what is that nickname? What did she call you? Uh, <laughs> was it Papa? We, we say lots of things. You was it Papa? You can't want to back out of this now when you're the one that decided to put her yeah, on speakerphone. Uh, she called me Pippa. It's just... Pippa. Uh. Yeah, there's, there's nothing... It's <laughs> oh, little Pippa. I hope my skin crawling is being recorded at the moment. <laughs> I think, is that no, wonder you don't get, no wonder you don't want to get married, because like the wedding ceremony, do you, Pippa, take Pippa? Yeah. And, you, and you call her Pippa back? You both call her? Uh, that'd be confusing. I don't know. It's just like whatever. It's... it's <laughs> whatever. It's Love you, whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. It's Charles whatever. Pippa Candler. P <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's not whatever. You couldn't pull out. See you, dumb cunt. You know, yeah. you couldn't. You would need to be selective, surely. There's, yeah. I think Pippa has developed from puppy. Oh. <laughs> I'm a great guy. <laughs> it's like the beast of Beauty and the Beast, whenever he reveals a little bit of sentimentality. You're like, oh, yeah. yes. 
He's, he's learning. learning. He's learning. Emotions are my weakness. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like the little dancing candelabra. But I get I get the impression, like from the love that there obviously is there. Yeah. That like it's not even like you're not like this. It's two separate personalities. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. At home you're all like pee pee boo 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 And out here you're like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is all great, but what else is happening? Um. <laughs> I had a dream uh, the other night that me and my girlfriend were getting married, and the whole segment of the dream was me at the wedding reception making a speech, and my speech was just pointing at my now wife and going, my wife, <laughs> and then I woke up. That was the whole dream, was just me getting to do the Borat voice at my reception. <laughs> Something that happened during the Melbourne Comedy Festival was I had a night where I didn't have a heap of people in. Uh, that happened a few times. But one <laughs> night, there was one night where um, it was fun. It was like, I think we had about 15 people in, but it was like, it was, it was quite a you know small crowd, 15. And uh, I was like, cool. But I think as a comedian, I think you guys can probably all relate. I think everyone's like this. You can't help but focus on the negative in a room sometimes. <laughs> like, So people were into it, but there was two people front and centre that was an older couple who were not laughing at all. And of course, I can't help but just go... What's your problem? What's uh, <laughs> what's happening here? And it lasted all night, and I was like, "Oh, what do you, you know? How do you think this show's going?" And uh, uh, in the middle of it, it, sort of went like, "You know, give me a rating out of 10. And the, and the the older gentleman said, "In our family, we give ratings out of five. Excuse me." <laughs> I was like, "Well, sorry about Siskel and Ebert here in the middle there. I don't know what's happening here." But anyway, it got to the end of the show, and as we walked out, I, I shook everyone's hand and went. Hey, thanks for coming, thanks for coming. Everyone else seemed sort of really into it, apart from those two, and they came out and I said, hey, look, I'm sorry I had to talk to you for so long during the show. Um, I'm sorry if you didn't know what you were getting into, and I'm sorry, you know, if you didn't enjoy it. So anyway, and they go, we're from Warrnambool. <laughs> and I went, oh, yeah, that's... I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that is. And then I went, oh, hang on a minute. Are you someone's parents? And they go, yeah, we're Mr. and Mrs. Ballard. Yeah. And I went, oh, great, I've been picking on someone for supporting their son's friend. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, mate. (laughs) (laughs) What's fucked about that is is my dad does this review segment on our radio show where he reviews the feature album every second week. And so when he he told me this story, and as, as he was telling me, I could just see coming down the road him fucking referencing the fact that he does reviews as if anyone else in the audience would get that as if everyone was like, oh, it's Neil Ballard, everyone. <laughs> oh, we were fools to doubt him. <laughs> like, no one knows wh- what the fuck you look like or what you're doing, you stupid old bearded cunt. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I was amazed that he would reference that during the thing. Oh, man, there, is, really a, there is a lawsuit coming your way from Neil Ballard. <laughs> there is a... Uh, this is going to be trouble. But he doesn't. He was sitting there with his arms crossed, and you were picking on that. And my dad doesn't believe in body language, apparently. Yeah. Like yeah. he doesn't believe. <laughs> he thinks that someone could sit there cross like cross arms and have a wonderful well, that, time. Well, what he actually did, he crossed his arms like that, and I said, "Oh man, just your arms crossed. You know, that's not a, that sort of shows you're not enjoying it." I reckon. He goes, yeah. "Oh well, I'm crossed them." <laughs> and cross them in a different order, thinking that that's like a positive. That's a smiley face crossing of the arms, maybe. He's doing that's a frowny ones. face one. So he just—he thinks it's like astrology or something. It's all just bullshit. I'm like, <laughs> I think it's been pretty well proven that we communicate with our bodies, Dad. Yeah. Anyway, I, 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 my mum was in one of my shows uh, one night. Not this uh, festival, but not I, warm beer gate. No, yeah. not warm <laughs> no. beer gate. But she was in a show uh, at the Sydney Opera House where I was doing a big routine about. 
funny things my parents had said when I was growing up. And like, it's, it's a long routine. And it's fair to say that maybe I've sprinkled a little sugar on some of the things. <laughs> some of the things might just be things other parents said that I thought would fit in the bed. <laughs> but like, there was... There was a lot of truth in there. Anyway, I'm like about eight minutes in this bit. I'm enjoying myself. I'm playing off the fact that my mum is there. I've mentioned to everyone. And my mum just stands up and just says, you're not our real son. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) You should send your mum along to see Chandler. That sounds like that'd go. (laughs) That sounds like that'd go. My mum and dad didn't even come to see my show. No, but it's not that bad. But it was sort of good because the room was so small. Did Pippa come? Did Pippa come along? (laughs) What about Puppy? Did Puppy come along? Pippa did come along to see my widow riddles. (laughs) Every night he's leaving two comps under Poopy tonight. (laughs) (laughs) It was good that my mum and dad didn't come to see my show because it said, you know, it says Carl Chandler playing at the forum. I was literally in the kitchen. So, yeah. It seemed a Your room was called the pizza room. Yeah. And my, my tech, because I, sa- I was in the forum upstairs, my tech thought that was like, oh, yeah, that room downstairs, the pizza oven. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not the, uh, like, he's not, like, I like the idea of that as a room, like a themed room where, like, your audience is sitting on, like, a giant wooden tray. Yeah, yeah. And then when the show starts, the usher just picks it up yeah. and just pushes it into the room <laughs> and you're just there in an inferno going, yeah. g'day, fuckheads. Mamma Mia, thanks for coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, do you want to get our next guest there? Sure. Uh, this guy is a, uh, a visitor here at the uh, Sydney Comedy Festival. Uh, would you please welcome into the little dum-dum club, Daniel Sloss! Yeah! Yay! <laughs> welcome aboard. Thanks very much. Has any of this made sense from backstage? Yeah, fuck. It just the accent just makes me laugh anyway. You guys don't really do this to say anything. Just fuck and I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Seems fair. That's we've pretty much proven that to them as well. <laughs> yeah. Daniel, you were, I was talking to you last night about uh, World of Warcraft. Yeah. Um, yeah and Strap and in, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if they're into podcasts, they're probably into <laughs> World of Warcraft. <laughs> I think we're all right. Here's one for the <laughs> ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can feel my virginity growing back right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, is this, this is what you were saying last night. You were, were you banned yeah. from World of Warcraft Online? Yeah. Um, all right, I great. Next guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, played it, I played it for a few years because I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome and it was, you know, fantasy world. But I got bored two years into it. But I invested so much money and time into it that... Uh, and I sort of realised how stupid I'd been playing it and committing so much time to it. Are but you like you like like buying new armor and buying all the new gear, yeah, investing yeah. that kind of shit? And wow. then they just come out with a new one. They're like, oh, see, surprise! There's 20 more levels, and you can. Lit- it's a game you literally can't finish. Right. And so I just worked out how to scam people out of fake money. F- fake money's not real, but you can sell the like. Cause there were certain like Chinese companies that could sell the money online. Um, so I scammed in fake money about three grand from strangers. <laughs> And how did you scam? Oh, just stupid shit. Just like you, it was just. It, I think. Is there Nigerian princes in World of Warcraft? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was. It was an orc prince. Hello, my <laughs> father is an orc prince, and he died. And now, <laughs> it was essentially you could send like messages to people just randomly and be like, "Oh, I, uh, the way I do it is you could ra- get a rock and you could wrap the rock up in wrapping paper." And nobody knew what was in the wrapping, but it just said wrapped gift. And I would. We've all fallen for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Is your, is your avatar on this game? Is it Wiley Coyote? Because that <laughs> sounds like classic him. <laughs> but 
I just said, I just, so I was making people, it was only assholes I scammed. I, I was very particular about How it. How do you pick assholes <laughs> out of <laughs> World of Warcraft? <laughs> I enjoy this it's like you are the Dexter of World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. so the, oh, could you tell because they all like plus 41 assholery? Is that, is, is that how it works? I steal fake money from the rich and give fake money to the poor. <laughs> yeah. I'm, oh. I'm scamming them from the assholes. Uh, <laughs> I think that makes you the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was, because the, the way the scam worked was I would send this wrapped gift to someone accidentally. So my message to them was, hey, Dave, happy birthday. Looking forward to your party later on tonight. I bought you this really fucking epic sword, which I wrapped up for no good reason. Uh, you spent all my money on it, so can I have a little bit back? And the condition was you can only open it if you send me 100 gold back. So if they were a nice person, they'd go, oh, mate, you've, you've sent this to the wrong guy. Silly you, and they'd send the rock back. Nice people didn't get scammed. But then cuts be like, oh, epic sword, 100 gold. And then I'd be like, ah, it's a rock, you twat. <laughs> <laughs> and the abuse you get from 12 year olds. <laughs> just like, I've, like, just. I've did Tommy, did you scam Tommy? Yay, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, abuse. Yeah. <laughs> Classic candle. Classic pippy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you. I just got pippied. <laughs> <laughs> just got pippied sweet. So what did they say? What, what? Oh, it was just like, I hope your mum gets cancer and oh. the usual. <laughs> <laughs> just man, the oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> classic man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just My avatar is Mayor McCheese. Yeah, that's yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I can't believe you fell for that three times. <laughs> 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 what I want to know well, is... to be fair, he's got three sweet rocks. So. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know is... Yeah, I throw the rock at you, you yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> know is this like so this gift like and i've never played the game before yeah. so this might be a very dumb question but isn't it just the shape of a rock yeah like, no 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 can't like, they see no no because it's not that well animated it's just all it is it's just a it, it's Generic just a picture box. of a box okay. and it just says this is the hmm. present but my, my favorite thing about it was there was they do patches every now and again like they have to update the game hey, every were week. you the first person to figure this out how, how's yeah that yeah they possible? made a patch specifically a, a sloss, sloss patch, patch. No. no it wasn't called the sloss patch but in the patch <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> i'm addicted to sloss i have a problem uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they, they brought out a patch which was basically just said you can now no longer send wrapped up gifts in the mail. <laughs> so I ruined so many people's nice birthdays because they were like, I would have sent you this, but some decades. <laughs> <laughs> so what can you do with that money that you get? What oh, can you do? Nothing. You can't just okay. I just had the money. I just I did it just for the reaction. I just I love talking to internet trolls because it's not real. It's, it's you like the Joker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just fuck shit up, man. Yeah. Some men just want to watch World of Warcraft burn. burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have such a geek boner right now because I, so I have a, I had a show named after the Joker. I have a Joker tattoo. I, wow. these what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where? I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Go, go. <laughs> oh, dude, that's just oh. a that's just a tattoo oh of a gosh. that's just a tattoo of a rock man. You <laughs> you've really been yeah. burned. You got ripped off. Wow, that's old school jokers. This is it? two shows in a row. We did an unrecorded show last week where we got people to show the audience their back. This is a new thing for us. Yeah, yeah, it really escalated quickly. It was weird. <laughs> Yeah. How does those people know about it though? That's like that's some friends of the show. Oh, is it? That's Josh Earl, isn't it? Oh, is it? Oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I had a really popular back. I, uh, I uh, you like, should have yeah. seen. 
you, your eyes literally lit up. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, it was like you've like, oh, I've discovered something. <laughs> right up until now, this comedy's been going okay, but they fucking love my back. <laughs> I've been facing it's... the audience this whole time. <laughs> You're going to have the first comedy festival poster that's just from behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, turn, you turn your posters around the other way and stick them <laughs> under a wall. <laughs> that was, I got more laughs on stage than you guys laughed at, man. <laughs> We've had puppetry. We know better than you. Yeah. We've had puppetry of the penis, we've had busting out, now we've got Daniel Sloss in backing it up. <laughs> all the weird back contortions. Back in the habit. Look out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I don't know a friend of the show, Nick Nick Cody. Is Nick, did Cody make it tonight? Fuck him. No, fuck him. Um, I've been staying in a hotel room with him. You've been staying with, with Tom. I've been staying with Nick Cody. And this is what he did yesterday. He woke up. He woke me up in the middle of the night. But like 3.30, he woke up and just shook me awake. <laughs> and then I went, I looked up and went, what? And he just looked, he just grinned at me and went, eh. And then went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I went, man, seriously, what is it? And he was like, I'm like, seriously, what is it? He's like, nah. And just went to sleep and that was it. And when he, when he woke up in the morning, I realised that he, what he does is he goes to sleep with earbuds in and he listens to podcasts. That's what puts him to sleep. So seriously, I think there's a big chance that I've just made a great call on an episode. He's just wo- slept, wo- slept, o- slept, woke up and just gone, good one, Chan, man. So based on that story, there is a chance he is here but asleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he's loving this. this. Yeah, when he hears this bit in his sleep, it's going to fucking blow his brain. It's going to be his version of Inception. Yeah. He's just... I like the subtext of that story is that you guys are like in a bed together. We have a... Do you call each other Peppy? Well, you've gotten away with it. We have a hotel room that is two beds wide and the reason I know that is because only two beds fit in there. And there's, that, there's an inch between the two beds. So we're basically sharing a double bed. But we're one inch off. But yeah, that's, that's how it can happen. One an inch off. of heterosexuality. Yeah. <laughs> That's my nickname from my penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because it's four inches long. Right? Oh. It was like, oh, so weird. And the weird thing is that in between that bed, someone's put one of those rainbow chalkways. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a special guest. Should we... Um, oh, there's a special we've, guest. We've got, a, we've got an extra guest. a special guest. unannounced guest. <laughs> uh, someone who... I mean, we're very lucky that we could get him up here. Number one. Guys, guys I think Will wants you to say that he's the special guest. I know. And no, this no, is just another excited. one. No, I was like... I, I like to treat podcasts like I'm a wrestling commentator. Oh, okay. <laughs> even, even though I know who the special guest <laughs> is and what's happening, I like to go, uh, be surprised by everything. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you we, know how wrestling... Like, yeah. Oh, my God! Yeah. There's yeah. a chair know, under the ring. This has never... And like happened last week. And like wrestling, this is all fake comedy. So, yeah. <laughs> this is all scripted. This is <laughs> fuck. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, you know it's probably getting to a point where it's very hard for us to lock this guy in for things. But we uh, we managed to convince him to come up. Uh, it was such a great time when we had him last time with us in Sydney. He's, He's the number one fresh. friend of the show, the most popular uh, guy on this show. He's the he just won best newcomer yep. in the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Sold out, Ron. <laughs> Don't get too Uh-oh. excited. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage, Luke McGregor. <laughs> Thank you guys, it's like a great time. Congratulations, Luke. Well done, you won the big award in Melbourne. Yeah, How I did know. you feel about that? It was a lot of work. I, don't know. I worked really hard. I fucking love everybody. I'm so great. 
I just want to hug the top of the cover that goes in front of me. Thanks for everyone. Fuck it, man. And you must have got a lot of ladies that night, surely. Oh, you know, I've become a lady to talk to me. I don't know. I don't know. It might be quite nice for me. I don't want to talk to me. There's, there's ladies here in the front row. They're big fans of the show. You know, are you still available, Luke? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we've had a big time. Okay, so I just take it slow to begin with. And I just, um... um I can't do it, guys. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Look, I can't lie, all right? Everyone at home, it's not McGregor, it's Xavier. I'm doing an impression of him. And I don't want to do it anymore. All right? McGregor's too big for this podcast, okay? He can't do it anymore. You guys got to realise that. Well, the deal was you get to come out if you pretend to be McGregor, so... Why can't you just interview me as me? Why do I have to pretend to be McGregor? I think we both know the answer to that. Xavier Michelides, everyone. That was my favourite Xavier's Corner ever. (laughs) (laughs) Xavier's McGregor Corner. Part of the deal was, that wasn't part of the deal, he's wearing our merch there. Yeah. He's really sweated that up. We were trying to sell that tonight, so... Or we could bump it up. (laughs) 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 Xavier's back. Xavier's back. (laughs) Xavier's back. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> good he was good, I thought he was good at improv. Yeah. Who's Luke McGregor? Oh. <laughs> oh, man, how long have you got? Yeah, you um, you'll find I'm trying it. to think if there's like a UK equivalent of a, of a Luke McGregor. Uh, is there someone you know that's never had sex in England? <laughs> <laughs> Boris Johnson. Incredibly topical. Oh, okay. He's, uh, do you know who Boris Johnson is? No. Is he the mayor of London? He's that one, yeah. He's never had sex. I probably has, but I, I think everyone denied it. <laughs> like, if you, have you seen him? Everyone would deny that ever happened. Like, even if it, even the police in there would just go, nah, it's, it's, it's not believable. How do you describe Luke McGregor? Uh, he probably has a, a whole bunch of um, Daniel Sloss styled rocks on his world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, one day this is going to be a sword. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, Luke's the sort of guy that if you gave him a rock in World of Warcraft, he would thank you for the rock. Yeah. <laughs> yes! Yeah, there yeah. you go, that's it. Exactly. That's exactly. It. This girl down the front signed off on it, so that's, <laughs> that must be it. Yeah. Oh. I, I feel like we've really... Have we disappointed you guys? You really thought you were going to get Luke McGregor, though, you know? That I, did, I did feel bad about it. The reaction down yeah, the front yeah. was <laughs> way more than I was expecting. Yeah. Well, you're in luck because he's, <laughs> a, he's not here. He's not. It's a lie. He's not I feel like McGregor's going to be super... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like McGregor's going to be more disappointed that there was a girl excited and he wasn't here. So. <laughs> what I love the most is also that Xavier just came back just for a second and in the 30 seconds he's off at stage, he's got out of your fucking merch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> McGregor should... <laughs> <laughs> McGregor should start doing shows after yours and start picking up the girls that get kicked out halfway through. Like that's yeah. the best way to score. Yeah, yeah that would be sure. amazing. Well, after you, that was yeah. Oh man, that was that was really drunk. That were um, yeah, they were park people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were. Was it, is, was there anyone there that, that night that was in the show tonight? This guy at the front. Ooh. Oh, were, oh, yeah. were you? Yeah. yeah, and it was it was a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say quickly, you've, in between the two of you, you've got your arms folded over and just with the lighting, it looked like the guys on either side of you were like holding hands in your lap. <laughs> so as you, as you started talking, I was like, what the fuck's going on there? It's very weird. Sorry. It just really threw me. That's all right. You weren't interrupting anything. Oh, okay. um. hey, this is something that happened to me like the day after the comedy festival. Uh, it was the Monday. I went into a uh, burrito place in Melbourne that's very good. And uh, I got to the counter to order my burrito. Clam. And there's a... <laughs> 
There's a sign. I often feel like I get heart disease just listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. It's pretty wild in here right now. Yeah. Oh, boy. In, actually, in, in Tom's bathroom, you, you don't see this that often. There's like, you know, when you a bathroom that has like... <laughs> oh, 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 no, no. Right, guys, I, have, I have several questions. Right. You don't see Tom's Tom back. Tom's back. <laughs> Tom's, Tom's back. bath. Tom's bath. <laughs> Like, you know, uh, it's pretty rare that you get in a room where you've got a mirror that you can see, like, on the side. Like, you don't ever really get to see your side profile in a mirror. Right. Is that just me? No, yeah, Anyway, sure. um, just being in your bathroom, getting out of the shower the other day, I was just, just being able to see the side profile of myself after a month of the festival. I was like, ugh. Called up my girlfriend. I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know what I've... Anyway. You, you are aware you could look at yourself in side profile in all mirrors. <laughs> no, but, like, pro- like properly... No. It's... No. <laughs> Daslo's side is a vampire, <laughs> so... He's hey like, man, don't you fucking talk to me about mirrors. <laughs> D- Daslo is the Zoolander of podcasts. He can't turn left. <laughs> <laughs> I have a... I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I have a um, toilet. Uh, that's like a, you know, a sit-down toilet. A toilet. A toilet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Clang. guys. Yeah. I have a toilet. Uh, I'm on the telly. Uh, <laughs> I have two. One in the house, one out the back in my office. Whatever. Oi. I have an office. Whatever. Two toilets. I saw, an, I saw an MTV Cribs episode of um of Shaggy, and it was in his house, and he's got like a urinal installed in his bathroom. Right. And they spent five minutes in the bathroom with just him talking about it going, got that put in. Yeah. Because there was well, a shit in there, and he was like, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. That's the best Shaggy material we've ever seen. So uh, in my house, uh, the, the sit-down toilet in the bathroom, there's a giant... Wall mirror oh, across. So I hate that. Like you, like you just look at yourself while yeah. you're on the top. That, how do I people don't get feel it. About it's that? the worst. That's Why the worst. would anyone even put that in? in I know. I know. Seeing yourself at your most vulnerable. Yeah. Just. Oh, that's not my most vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> really shitting? God, you've got to see me after a bad gig. <laughs> I wish I was at home shitting, looking at myself. <laughs> While I'm backstage crying, going, tell people I'm Adam Hill. <laughs> just, just watching that in a giant wall in mirror. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, back to my great burrito story. Um, what the fuck? So I just feel like we should have... <laughs> Sorry. I feel like we should have some evidence that this happened when we get to the end of the gig and they go, <laughs> and they go sorry, oh, should we press start now? <laughs> um, anyway, I'm ordering my burrito and the guy goes, hey, it's Mad Monday in here. Do you want to play along with Mad Monday? And well, I go, I don't that? know what that is, but sure. And he goes, right. okay, I'm going to ask you a trivia question and if you get it right, you are going to get a free bottle of water. Oh, fuck. fuck. That's you, mental. You guys are mad in here. <laughs> you guys are fucking mad. So I'm, I'm hanging shit and I'm going, it is a bloody madhouse in here. Yeah. It was only a madhouse if he goes, if you get it right, you get a, a, like a free bottle of water. And if you get it wrong, I'll smear poo on your Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Mad Monday! <laughs> and you have to come back next Monday for a chance to wash it off. <laughs> <laughs> Get, quick, get a photo of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> but then, so, I'm, I'm hanging shit on him and he goes, okay, here's your trivia question. In what year did Adolf Hitler rise to power? <laughs> what? Like, fuck it. I couldn't tell if he'd given me that because I was, like, hanging shit on the idea or not. Like, if it was just to go, oh, you think you're pretty funny, do you? I kind of wanted to just go back in, like, a disguise or get someone else to go in and see if it's, like... 
what year was Pol Pot born? You know, this all, if that's what makes it mad, they're all just these heinous trivia questions. Yeah, 1933. Yep, here's your burrito. Enjoy yeah. that. <laughs> what? Now I feel horrible. Anyway, I didn't get, um, I didn't get my free water. Oh, no. well, what was your guess? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I couldn't even. I didn't even. Know. <laughs> didn't you pay attention in history class. Wait, man, that's a. W- it was, what was it? A Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Man, that is a weird correlation, isn't it? That's. W- where was it? Is in Melbourne. Um, Zambrero. Zambrero. Near five burrows. You I think this is the worst plug for the restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're not. Hey, do you, you guys like Mexican food and racism? Yeah. <laughs> Those are my two favorite. Yeah, what <laughs> what market research do they say? Right, our customers want trivia questions <laughs> about brutal dictators <laughs> on their mad Monday. I'd Maybe it's like mad mad leaded. I'd be Monday. thinking about. I'd be thinking twice about using the soap in the bathroom out the back. <laughs> so. oh. What was Stalin's favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> I went to uh, we did a, a thing at a uni in Brisbane at like this uh, lecture thing. It was a joke thing for the radio, and we went there, and it was it was Mexican. It was like. It was burrito, free burrito day. And the, you know, burrito, how much is a burrito? Seven bucks, something like that. The line, there was like a Mad Max on campus. There was a, a honestly, 300 people long line for a free burrito yeah. on yeah. this day. Yeah. People lost their fucking mind. People were waiting there for an hour and a half. For a seven dollar burrito, sweating up on, on Nazi Germany, <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure they had something to wash it down with. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure what you're complaining about. I still get to the Qantas Club an hour before the flight for the free fucking toast. Sure, <laughs> sure. And I understand students, you know, need to save money. But an hour and a half for a fucking burrito. <laughs> there he goes. Give it up for poverty, everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy clapped. You fucked up. You can download. Download this for free. In like <laughs> three days. You are oh not God, saving. You buy two though. burritos with the cost of this yeah. ticket, you idiot. <laughs> you could have sat at home with your headphones and eaten two burritos. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that sounds great. You oh, drove you from Newcastle. Oh. Fuck, now we are disappointed McGregor's not here. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, I don't think they're disappointed. They're no longer in Newcastle. So <laughs> You're clapping the hatred of your town. That's... Oh. That's, that's, right, that's don't, turn on, don't turn this into one of your gigs. Can I just ask right. a question of our Newcastle people? Is it true that they shut uh, the nightclub fannies in Newcastle? Oh, oh. what? Oh, they reopened as Argyle. There used to be a, a, um, a, a very famous, uh, it's much classier, than the place that was called Fannies. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be a very famous nightclub in uh, Newcastle for ages that was called Fannies, and they recently reclosed it and renamed it because they finally went, no, we can't. How, but how long was it around for before they worked that out? Oh, like 20, it was a long time, right? 20 That's years? Great. Yeah. Does Fannies mean the same in American or is it the same in British? British. Same as British. Like, like the same yes. as British. So just to be clear, Luke McGregor has never been to Fannies. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He would have got, got laid. Yeah, Fanny's was the sort of place that you could come in the front, you could come in the back, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> come on! <laughs> I can't do that joke in Newcastle anymore, so let's put it on a podcast. Is this a plant? <laughs> <laughs> I've been touring for a long time. I've got local about everywhere. <laughs> You're like the Dave O'Neill of comedy. <laughs> 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 oh my god, I wanted to be the Dave O'Neill of superannuation acts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. this is what I was meant to tell you. Um, 
my, my, my girlfriend, my wife, has just, uh, <laughs> she's starting to be a primary teacher and she's doing her teaching rounds uh, this week where you go around to a school and you sort of observe how it works and stuff. And she had to do a thing where, so it's like prep kids where she sits down and was talking about, you know, um, words that have short sounds and words that have long sounds. So she's doing this thing with this girl one on one. She's like, so what's an example of a, of, of a, of a sort of a short word? And the girl goes, poof. <laughs> And just to be clear, like, just to be clear, Dove O'Neill reference reminded you of that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. because because later she was in the staff room talking to people, and they're like, "Oh, you have you know, boyfriend, whatever," and she's like, "Man, my boyfriend does comedy." And like, "Oh, we had a comedy night here last week. Dave O'Neill was the headliner." I'm like, "Well, that explains a lot." Yeah. Yeah. That's where that comes from. Just to be clear, it's, it's not because we think he's a poof. <laughs> <laughs> he calls us poofs because yeah. he still thinks it's 1983. <laughs> so. <laughs> What was the example of a long sound? Faggot. <laughs> I think that kid's got some issues. <laughs> but he will enjoy a mad Monday at the Bruno house. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, good. Very good. How many, how many days, days left Nick Cody's birthday? I think it's four. Three. Oh, you guys know. All right. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves and get back to us. Yeah. <laughs> you know the show better. Are than you us. guys doing a special event for Nick Cody's birthday? We are. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going we're, as soon as. Sorry. Yeah, we're going to do a live yeah, recording in a McDonald's party. You are going to do that? Yeah. That's happening. Yeah, yeah that's definitely happening. Yeah. He's, but we've got to schedule around. <laughs> that's not here. promise recording. Let's yeah, not go yeah. crazy. <laughs> we're, we've got to schedule around. I, here. I ran we into might. that guy. Was it in Brisbane? The guy who gave you the free McDonald's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I ran into him recently. Oh, really? He was like, "Oh my God, you could come to McDonald's and have free McDonald's like those guys too," and I was like. I have money. <laughs> <laughs> I got two bathrooms, bitch. <laughs> and you I watched myself shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you need all of that if you're going to get free McDonald's, to be fair. So. <laughs> no, we are, we're going to do a, a live one from a McDonald's. Uh, uh, we've got to work around both Nick's schedule and Karen Cody's schedule. So yeah. we've actually got, they're two very busy people. So... We've got to work around their schedule. Marja, Karen, Marja I noticed Cody. people on the Facebook today were like saying how long until Nick Cody's birthday and Karen just chimed in. Yeah. And she like, she's like, David, it's three days. Yeah. yeah. Just letting people know. Yeah, so she's booked in. We should think the good thing about recording it in the McDonald's party room is that, you know, with our track record of live shows being recorded or not recorded, yeah. at least that'll be captured on like the security CCTV yeah. footage. <laughs> so we can just upload that as a special video episode. Oh. If worse comes to worse. But literally the plan is to, to have children in there, isn't there? So I love that your girlfriend is going to be a primary teacher and you're going to be banned from primary school. There's going to be kids there, right? There's going to be kids, yeah? Just like the going to be kids, yeah? <laughs> like the Montagues and the Capulets, yeah. <laughs> you, should do them at the, you should do it at Mad Max. They do these great hitler theme parties. Yeah. <laughs> you come along with little... Yeah. Like, yeah, with the cardboard moustaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I think that's just about all the time we have left uh, for today's live little Dumb Dumb Club. Would you please thank Will Anderson, yeah. Tom Ballard, Daniel Sloss. Thank you very much yeah, for we, listening. Have we got anything left to plug? Uh, we're, we're done. I know, we'll wrap up the recording and then we'll plug our stuff that yeah, we've got have here. Have we got anything yeah. in the future? We, uh, uh, the, we the t-shirts, We'll work out available. the Macca's birthday party. Yep. Our website, littledumdumclub.com, has all that stuff on it. Get onto Facebook or Twitter and you'll find out about the, uh, the Macca's party. Well, no one from here is flying down to, to Cranbourne to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to go to McDonald's, I hope. Although the Newcastle pair, they've got nothing better to do, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> if McGregor's there, they'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care about <laughs> Hey! Over there, guys. Have a great time. <laughs> See you, mates. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Th and thanks, Luke McGregor or Xavier Muggleties, everyone. Yay! Yay! All right, well
I'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.